have another episode of Crypto Chemistry interviewing a founder, the founder of Jackal DAO, one of the co-founders, Patrick's on with us. Jackal DAO, it's a DAO that's launching soon, focused on private and decentralized file storage and other things as well, launching on the secret network as a SNP20 soon. So Patrick, really happy to have you here. And then we have our co-host CryptoChem as well. Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be on this platform. This is a first for me. We are really privileged to have you here. So want to give you a chance to just give a brief intro of your background and then we can get right into Jackal Bow. Yeah, so my background, uh, I work with law firms and corporations. We do uh, digital and cryptocurrency forensics for uh, legal proceedings, actually. Um, and from that, we, uh, Marston and I, we both worked at the same company called Inquisitive Intel in Canada. And uh, just the way that we kind of rolled into that, on the flip side, we've kind of become privacy advocates because we understand um, the loss that you can have, whether that be in civil or criminal proceedings relating to loose credentials or loose cybersecurity posture or uh, loose digital privacy posture in general. So what we aim to do was create, originally we were looking to create a, a digital evidence capture and management tool, which was, um, it, it, it worked, we, we built it on Polygon, but we realized the underlying infrastructure wasn't there for us to build really cool apps like this. Um, and also have it completely decentralized and not have one central point of failure. So what we chose to do is like, okay, we'll abandon that for a second. It's still sitting over there. We're waiting to be implemented on Jackal once we build it. But we decided to build from the ground up a fundamentally secure way to store data um, in AWS comparable, where we are able to be number one way cheaper than AWS, uh, Microsoft Azure, um, Google Cloud, but also have um, arguably the highest cybersecurity posture in the entire world at this time. Um, our largest competitor in the space, if you want to make it comparable, it would probably be Storage. Uh, but what we're looking to do uh, in comparison to Storage, our competitive advantages are you're actually using your own private keys with your own wallet to access your data. So you're the only person that ever has access to your data. And um, if you go through their privacy, um, terms and conditions, you can kind of see where where they kind of fall short and where we try to make up the ground. Okay, got it. That I appreciate that that example. Um, so I guess we're heard, we've heard a lot about kind of the storage side of things. Is that is that going to be the the main thing that that Jackal does, or is there is there more that you guys plan to do? Yeah, no, absolutely. So we want to start with a, a really good foundation and create a really good base for us to build out different other services. Number one is really narrowing down on that storage uh, capability where we can have decentralized hot storage. And uh, once you build the application layer for that being the decentralized hot storage, we're actually starting inviting other people to come and build on top of Jackal where and what Jackal offers to those applications that are coming to build the ability to play with things such as viewing keys, um, collaboration and things, and you can change viewing keys as well. So we're adding two new variables that we're not used to seeing in a decentralized environment. And that being the, the viewing keys, number one, but that also being your, the ability for your private keys to hold the only access tool to your data. Other things that we're looking on building down the line are um, professional services in cybersecurity. Uh, that's true to Marcin and I's background, but 
what we're looking at right now, um, it's it's very dependent on, on Dow vote and a, a number of other factors. So it's really hard for us to say in the long term. Right now, we're looking at narrowing down on nailing out the MVP, which is going to be coming in Q1. Very nice. So you touched a little bit on some cybersecurity services through this platform. We've got a lot of expertise on this on this room today from cybersecurity industries. So I wanted to ask you, is that something like a marketplace model where people could come and offer their services? Or is that a service that you would be providing yourselves or you'd maybe hire some people? Maybe that's part, that's part of the Dow governance model. No, it, it, exactly. So in the early days of the MVP, it's probably going to be us <laughs> as, the, as the early adopters providing the service. But the thing is, we're able to play with really interesting models relating to the how we provide these cybersecurity services where we could we could do really interesting things like bug bounty programs where um in a file that we hide somewhere in the jackal system you could for example just hide private keys and if someone gains access to the private keys they can have all the cryptocurrency in the wallet other things we can do is where we can play with a ticketing system where if you want to send this is obviously in theory right now because that's way down the line in our deliverables. But in theory, you could, the same way you can pay for storage, you could pay for, for example, five hours of pen testing a, a week. So you can put in a subscription and we can provide a service of five hours of pen testing on a, a given objective. So what we're creating right now is, is by having parameters of ownership of your data, it opens up really interesting possibilities where we can tokenize each file. Really focusing on just out of the gate is trying to speed up so that we can catch up to where technology is going and having that same digital privacy posture where we're starting to see things like um, Neuralink, for example, where we're able to create memories into files or send emotions over the internet. We think that we have to match those revelations in technology with the ability to actually make something private and have ownership over that particular file. And that's what we're trying to aim for right now is have another alternative where you can control the parameters around your data. Which I, I think is extremely important. So I, I do appreciate that you guys are doing that. So like you kind of said, that's kind of down the line a little bit. And that's, that's going to depend on dial votes, correct? Depend on DAO votes, it'll depend on where the industry is at that time as well. Um, right now, our, our main focus and the only thing that we see directly in front of us is number one, getting out the storage ability, and number two is going to be professional services. Um, the other thing is, is that depending on a lot of different factors, obviously, because we've had a lot of interest in people coming to build on Jackal, uh, password managers we've heard, uh, we've heard kind of like a hacker one comparable building on it. We've heard about um, different hospital systems and other just storage lockers. We have the evidence tool that we're probably going to implement really early. So we're looking at, at increasing the, the cybersecurity posture on data that shouldn't be shared to begin with. And then number two is also for the individual digital privacy with certain files where it's important to have that. Awesome. Okay, so you guys are kind of expanding to a, like a broad range of industries. It won't it won't be directly or I guess specifically related to, you know, like um, chain of custody of assets or something or anything to do. I guess uh, not assets, sorry, chain of custody with evidence. 
Um, so it's not strictly revolving around, you know, this legal parameter. Yeah, no, it, exactly. So, so we're just trying to build, we, we tried to build the, the, the evidence capture tool, but we realized that the infrastructure wasn't there. So we kind of had to backtrack and lay the foundation first. And luckily at the Secret Network, we've had a lot of people, um, Carter's now an advisor with us. Um, he introduced us to Filecoin a few days ago where we're, we're actually starting to build really valuable partnerships for us to scale up this product. Um, the, the focus on right now is obviously going to be the storage, but next things are, are the, the, the possibilities are endless on what we could do next with that. But the, the, fo- the focus is making sure that we yeah. don't only have a really secure place to put the storage, but also protecting the company around that where for, for us to, for us to build this particular product, we have to really be careful about where we choose to put our flags down, where we choose to, the, 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 there's really important parameters that we're trying to iron out right now. So we make sure that their data can stay your data and we can keep that completely decentralized where there's no centralized pressure from whether that be governments, whether that be whatever the case may be. Um, the other thing to, to go with that is just the ability, this is another pipe dream that we have right now. There's certain organizations that won't work with a product like ours. Um, hospitals, for example. I, I don't think with, uh, in, let's use Canada as an example. I'm in Canada. So for us to work with a hospital, um, they probably can't work with us because they have to abide by, their service provider has to abide by certain guidelines that they have set out. And it probably also has to have a bunch of other different bylaws that are region specific. Another interesting thing that we're able to do where we're playing around with this idea of a franchise model, where if you have enough Jackal and you stake it, you can open up a centralized node that abides by specific laws using our ability to play with access control of specific things. So if you have enough Jackal staked and you say, okay, I want to start a Jackal centralized node, essentially is what we're creating. And I'm going to throw that up in Ottawa, Canada, so I can service the people in my specific region to my specific laws. We're able to do that while also, since they're white labeling our product, we're also still able to maintain the security of the underlying foundation, which is Jackal storage. Wow. I mean, that's very interesting concept. Um, and I, and I definitely see a need for something like that because as you're probably well aware, as you move around, you know, in the United States, state to state or province to province, you're, you're going to have all sorts of different laws and regulations you have to adhere to. And it's, it is extremely tough to understand all jurisdictions um, and somehow bake that into one you yeah. know, code. So I can uh, understand where running that node makes it a lot more doable. Absolutely. And, and we also want, we're going to be an open source software. So we're, we're community driven. We're, we're a public good. And um, we're, we're looking to have a foundation for people to build um, rather than kind of being a, a private good where we throw the parameters up. We're looking to build this as a community and invite people to come build with us as well. Um, and we're also not naive to the different rules in, in different spaces. So um, with that, we're looking to tackle that one space at a time or one geographical region at a time. That's tremendous. And I would love for you to comment a little bit about the revenue model that you're thinking, because that's really novel in the light paper you have, you talk about using pylon and some staking mechanisms. So I would love for you to kind of walk through that 
process and how that's going to look. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for us to stay um, decentralized the way we want to stay decentralized, we're going to have to have a, a, a Web3 model where you pay with, with cryptocurrency. Um, we can't take Visa because then that comes with a, uh, another whole set of rules that we have to abide by, right? So what we're able to do, which is really interesting, is we can start playing with all the really unique DeFi payment models that are out there. Pylon protocol, Anchor protocol, Mirror protocol, all those really cool systems in the Cosmos ecosystem we can incorporate to our product. So we can have a lot of fun um, relating to how people pay. So with the Pylon protocol, for example, um, you can deposit base capital and uh, we'll only earn the yield, for example. Um, we're going to have a lot of different payment options and this might not be one that everyone's interested in, but it's definitely an interesting one where for example, uh, I want to buy a terabyte of storage a month. Okay, so I have to deposit, let's say, $50 for the year. And then we'll just earn the, uh, the um, I just lost the word, guys. The staking <laughs> rewards, right? So the staking rewards, the, the, um, the APY on that. And then we can just earn that. And when you want your money back, we'll just release it to you. And that is so, handled all through Pylon automatically paying you stablecoin UST. Is that right? I'm not as familiar with Pylon myself, yeah, so I'm really interested in this. Yeah. So we're, we would we would have to use Pylon because that's the only option to do this right now, unless um, uh, someone named the Shade Protocol decided to do something kind of similar, which they theoretically could. And we'd be really excited and we would definitely entertain that. But um, <laughs> I'll just leave that. I would also there. like... Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's it just, we're just happy to go full Web3. We had this kind of mental block when we were creating our digital forensics tool, which was um, called Keepsake. And it was, we were trying to, trying to build this product, but abide by the rules, but also have it decentralized and protect everyone's data and make sure it doesn't get corrupted or lost. And there was too many moving parts. And we realized by going full Web3, we're able to kind of break down a lot of those barriers and we lose a lot of those mental blocks. So, um, yeah, no, we're really happy to be in the space and also just use the space to ev for everything that's really great in the space. Pylon protocol being one of them. So just so I, I confirm I'm, I'm full, like understanding this concept. So what you're saying is you wouldn't actually pay any fees out of pocket you would just collect the yield from any collateral I put up and that would be my fees. Yeah. Um, and then for, so what would happen is you would deposit base capital. We'd send you an NFT that would, it's, it, unless you want to make it a JPEG one, that would be really cute. We can do that too, but it, it would just be a traditional um, just NFT that we would send to your wallet. And with that, that's your ticket for X amount of storage. And when you want, or, if we want to do professional services, X amount of professional services by time block. And if you want to get your capital back, you just send us the NFT and we'll release the capital. And, and how do you, I guess, plan to do the pricing for like determining how much you'd have to, you know, contribute to Pylon to cover your fees? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, so it would still be the same pricing model. You have to put more base capital in, but you do get it back at the end. So if, if it's, it. it would, if, you only want to do it for a certain amount of time. But the other thing is that the, our storage is so cheap that it can still be pretty negligible amount of money as well, which is just interesting in itself. 
Very. So, so essentially, someone can use Jackal without really spending any money and still contribute to the ecosystem and get the use out of it. Am I understanding that correct? Yeah, if, if we use the pylon for, we're going to have many different payment models. So we, we can have other, we can mm-hmm. just take secret token or jackal token, or we can do whatever along those lines. But we also, like with the pylon protocol, essentially, it's like going and buying a couch. And then after a certain amount of time, you just get your money back too. <laughs> and you get to keep the couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, not a bad deal. I wouldn't mind getting my money back on the couch I bought. About yeah, it, it's, I think, honestly, I think it would be a lot more interest for for enterprises to use something like that or for our um, centralized node providers, if we get to that stage um, to use something like that, because for the individual users, I, I think it, it's a, it would probably be more capital upfront, but if, if you're interested in that 100%, um, everyone can go for it. But the thing is, is that we can get this all the way down to probably under $5 a month per terabyte. Wow. I mean, that would be, that's okay. a lot of storage. I'm, I would love to be able to find something um, at that price level. Yeah, well, that's our, our competitor. That's what storage uses. But we're, if we're able to do what we think we can do with, with uh, Filecoin by integrating directly with the backend through something called PowerGate, well, I think we're actually going to have to create our own PowerGate tool because we kind of need to make it a little bit more unique for us with our incentive, um, incentive layer. But um, yeah, we, we can provide really cheap storage and also have the most, probably the most secure storage out there. And it's fascinating. I think what you're going to be able to to tackle with this. I wanted to open this up to call our Q&A. I see we have Oscar here, so I'm going to let him come in. And Oscar, if you want to mute, we should be able to have you here. Hey, thanks. I'm super glad to participate in this podcast as well. And I'm super excited, Patrick, about your project. It is super needed because as Alter is the communication platform, we need also the file storage and file sharing. And at the moment we are based on storage and we don't see that storage is a perfect option, of course, but that's the best that we can get from the market including like a cache network. So that will be integration uh, later on down the road in January. But yeah. uh, I would like to contribute. I have so many ideas how we can collaborate and also assist with you. Absolutely. We have uh, so-called uh, auditor hall board uh, locked in for February for the aud- auditing. And if we get as soon as possible your MEP, we can get that outset as well, and we can share that info with you. Uh, that's like the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to spend anything that's for it. the auditor company because there are ethical hacker group or that are penetrating smart contracts. And this is the per- perfect that's use awesome. case. And I would love to help you guys as, as much as I can. And second is a uh, question is about, are you going to use uh, the so-called proxy re-encryption? Because that's super important in terms of either way you're still validating login or use case with the for example triple wallet and and uh, and, and uh, lo- using it but still uh so in basis for the public of this podcast um service to service are interacting but in the middle grounds we still need to understand how how the info going to be passed and what we have done in our r and d back in uh 
six, uh, six months ago, we realized that proxy encryption is super important. And I would love to see on Jackal the proxy encryption also to be used. Yeah, no, that, that's a super good question. Um, I'm not as technical as Marston Webb, and he would be the guy with the answer for you. Unfortunately, he doesn't have an iOS, so he can't be in this one. But um, when it comes to, it, it, it seems how you, you, we're going to be tackling proxies. It's essentially, from my understanding, and this is my knowledge to, to date, we're, we're creating very similar to what Acash is doing, but um, we're able to be the bridge between secret and Filecoin. So with that, we're, we're essentially creating a peer-to-peer -peer incentive layer so that we can have completely decentralized nodes that are acting on behalf of the user, not only for them to have easy use, but also for them to um, access this kind of storage without having a centralized server to pin files or whether having a server in general that's really expensive to, to start up or having um, anything that's relating to centralization, which we're trying to get away from. Um, for me to answer that question fully, I, I don't have the answer for you, but I'm sure Marston does have the answer for you. And if it's to, if it pushes towards privatization of your files and it pushes towards um, decentralization, I'm 100% positive that that's something he would be um, implementing for our service as well. Yeah, um, I, I would love to contribute from our engineering team, also visionary during your development of the MEP. So you get the product also super right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Just help you guys. Yeah. Uh, let, let's connect after this. Uh, <laughs> hit me up on Discord. I'm Mr. Freeman. And I would love to contribute, like, for example, Carter from Secrets Foundation. I would love to contribute a lot here. And uh, the second one would be, how do you see, like, is it possible that we can... Uh, establish a hard uh, call a partnership along the way because file sharing file storage is super important for communications and the same for you like if you uh, market like a decentralized application that is using your application so fast it also contributes to your side so um i 100 percent yeah. agree um yeah i would love to create a partnership with anyone on the secret network, particularly And the early partnerships for us is, is uh, with the NFT storage with stash, which we're looking to implement and with you guys, particularly at alter. That's what we're looking for right now at this stage is to build those really strong partnerships. And hopefully we can tackle this privacy issue together. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Cool. That yeah. You guys are able to connect on this, uh, this call to, to discuss this. This is cool as someone who's quite invested in the secret network personally and just, understands and values privacy it's it's cool to kind of see you know different projects kind of trying to work together to you know meet that goal that we're all trying to get to which is you know web3 but web3 that can work and for it to work you need it to be private and secure and it's awesome that we have two projects right now who are helping do that yeah, yeah no, that's uh, uh, what we're looking <laughs> for anyway so you continue asking yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just got a lot of like things because we wanted to do something like you guys, but after a while, but at the moment we realized that we don't have the time. <laughs> so we want to support you guys. I know. I know. Because in our R&D paper, we have super serious stuff. We haven't published R&D because yeah, it's a commercial secret, but we would like to show you guys some part of it for the decentralized storage. And uh, second, uh, and the third thing is about the storage itself. 
how are you going to set up like all the servers? Are you going to use AWS or what, what's the what's the angle of it? Yeah, so we, we were able to come up with a caching system actually, so we don't need centralized servers at all. So we're able to create kind of a, uh, um, a, a central like create clusters of different nodes on the I, uh, IPFS. So what we're able to do is create an incentive for people to have their computers be used as a um, as a miner for us to provide this kind of proof of availability where they they integrate with um, Filecoin through PowerGate. So there's no, um, we don't have to give any emails, any names, anything like that. It's just directly from our system to the back end of their system. So we're, we actually don't need to have, uh, this is completely serverless, which is, which is interesting the way that we've come up with it. Um, before we had this idea of using a cache, um, and throw up different a cache servers. But the thing is, is that we think we're actually able to implement this model where individuals can become miners and they can provide their disk space for us to create this host storage solution. Yeah. Regarding that, do you have some requirements you, that people are going to need to uh, fulfill because First of all, like if you use your own hardware for the storage, like a miner, um, that actually penetrates some kind of risk because I would actually go with like a, I don't know, desktop application that only through that desktop application, you can use that kind of like storage that's free from uh, each of this single um, miner. And uh, yeah, again, <laughs> I have so so much to tell you and uh, discuss about the approaches that would be super beneficial. So yeah, yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. I, I'm gonna have to slot you in with Marston. He he's the individual that would know best when it comes to these kind of things. Um, I'm 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 business development and front end guy. <laughs> no doubt. Same from my side. I mean, I I just need to. So my side, I'm pushing myself to learn a lot about tech, so I can discuss. Exactly. Exactly. Um, there's we're we're playing with with a bunch of different models last night. Um, every now and then, Marshall messages me and he has an epiphany. He had one yesterday where he's like, "Oh, I just realized that we're able to cut out this entire." Um, we we had this this other idea that we had before, but um, essentially we can like integrate a cluster into our nodes to make the integration between them really fast. So that's and we could also offload it into other random IPFS nodes and backup since it's readable across of all of IPFS is my understanding. It's it's really it's I, I'm not the technical guy and you're gonna have to get it from the horse's mouth um, himself. But I, I, I'll put you in contact with Marcin right after this and you guys can chat away. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for all the answers and I mean uh we're huge supporters and uh, yeah please please contact us and uh I'm going to connect you with Alexei, our CTO, and also uh, Gabriel, who's our engineer, and we have some background, and uh, we're, going to, we're going to provide some value here. <laughs> yeah, no. that, that, that's, that's great. great. Yeah. yeah, cool. Thank you. Wow, awesome. That was that was an awesome exchange to be a part of. Thanks for the questions, Oscar. That was that was super dope. And uh, love, to, love to play matchmaker here and, and get everybody connected and, and synced up. So really... Really excited to see what you two can achieve together. And it would be great to 
to get Marston on some, well, if, if this ever opens up for Android or maybe we go on a different platform, that would be maybe another call someday when things quiet down. Yeah. 100%. We should, we should, we should put the Twitter spaces together so we can get him in and, and uh, we can just probably see if we can integrate all of our followers together. I actually think that is a brilliant idea. Um, that would actually be a really good idea to start to get some of these, you know, projects together in a room where we can get some community feedback, kind of crowdsource some ideas, um, kind of understand where people want these projects to go. Because obviously, Jackal being a DAO, it's very much going to be decided by the governance and the, the holders. So it's uh, it, it'll be cool Absolutely. to get into the space and kind of just talk through some of these things and and learn more as a community, but also understand what the community wants. Yeah, well, th that's that's essentially why we want to implement the DAO structure because we can't be naive that we know everything, right? <laughs> so we we also uh, want to implement a, an ability for all of the future changes and features and and software uh, upgrades as well that we would push to our miners would be implemented through DAO proposals, and we can all have an open conversation about them before they go through. Awesome. Well, I guess I just wanted to say uh, thank you again, Patrick, for coming on the show and Oscars. Thank you for those questions. Uh, we appreciate it. And, and we would love to get into a Twitter space with you, Marcin, the Alter team, everyone. Um, so let's let's talk offline and get something planned. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks again for coming on the show. We, we'd love to have you. And hopefully we can talk to you again down the line. Maybe get an update on how everything's going. And uh, just kind of, you know, keep keep discussing the projects and, and the updates and make sure people are aware of what's going on in the back end or the background because it seems like Secret Network is... Um, doing a lot they're doing a lot for the space and i don't think it's getting a lot of public recognition so um it's exciting times uh to be part of this on the ground floor and can't wait to support you guys going forward 100 yeah thanks for having me i'm i'm open to do these as much as possible and let's get that twitter spaces going sounds good and we will be posting some links in the description um so you can go check out jackal kind of see what they do and, and learn more about it and i highly recommend you do um so again, thanks everybody for coming on the show today and we will talk to you later.